Good evening and welcome to Slam and Gavel, the show that tells it all regarding family court, other court issues, as well as CPS. I am your host, Marianne Petrie. This episode of Slam and Gavel is sponsored by CPS Protect Consulting Services. A child protective services case is one of the most frightening experiences for any parent. Don't face it alone. Face it with confidence, with urgent assist. By CPS Protect, you can have access to former CPS investigators to make sure you preserve your rights and protect your family. If you're facing CPS involvement and aren't sure where to turn, their child welfare consultants can help you. Visit cpsprotect.com forward slash subscribe and enter the coupon code SLAMTHEGAVEL for 60% off your first year of urgent assist. And this is available in all 50 states. I have another announcement. Bradley's mother, Narcus Golan, passed away in the fall of 2022. Bradley is autistic and needs structured routine and therapies he receives for his autism six days a week. However, Italy just entrusted Bradley to the Italian social services. If he is ruled to go back, he will then face the next three to four years in the Italian foster care system, where he can't speak or understand the language. He will then be taken away from the only family he has ever known, and we have Judge Ann Donnelly to thank for that. Please call Governor Hochul, New York State, 518-474-8390. That's Governor Hochul, 518-474-8390 to please keep Bradley here safe in these United States. Hashtag keep Bradley safe. One last announcement. If you can, go to the site, pleasedoyourjob.com. We need 2,500 more signatures to get a case reopened. That's pleasedoyourjob.com. I have a brand new guest on. I have Andrew Milder on. He's founder of Equal Protection now. And he's a poster child case of arbitration gone completely rogue, including a landmark appeal currently pending in the Second District Court of Appeal, which is Los Angeles, California, regarding systemic arbitration fraud and civil rights violation, Milder versus ADR Services Incorporated. He has already won three reversals in this matter and a motion for a new trial. So I welcome you, Andrew Milder. I'm so happy to have you on. Thank you so very much. Really appreciate it. Oh, tell us more. Tell us about this this motion for the new trial. We were talking earlier, and you were saying that that's very even very difficult to even get. Right. My understanding is that uh, those motions for new trial are as rare as the reversals are. And I do believe that the fact that there are already three reversals and a motion for new trial uh, in this matter is actually evidence in and of itself of a broken system. Uh, And the reason being, and I think it's really imperative Uh, to know, and I was going to give a little context political, but I guess since we're uh, at this point, I'm going to read some really impactful, profoundly true uh, congressional testimony, because when it's Andrew Milder sitting here talking about it, uh, that's really not uh, going to be as compelling, I think, as showing that some congressional testimony, and this is not just my opinion that I'm talking here today. These are these are facts. This is reality of what is going on in America right now. Mm-hmm. And the establishment is doing everything in their power to avoid uh, to avoid exposing this. And the, when I say that, This is a great little cartoon about exactly that, talking about how the media is only representing the establishment currently. 
Definitely. And one of the aspects of that, one of the things that the media will never talk about, almost never, I have a couple short videos, I may or may not be able to get to those, but every once in a while, it leaks out in even the national media. It's very, very rare, Mm -hmm. very rare that it will leak out. And they actually speak the truth about how money has completely ruined America turning us into an absolute third world country. Mm -hmm. And the tool that is used, the number one tool that the establishment uses, and that establishment includes numerous non-profits are way too close to their, in bed with their big donors and they're in bed with the politicians as well. And that's a fact and the truth. And it's sad, sad truth. And I don't really blame all the wonderful people. You you blame the game, not the player, right? The game is corrupt. And these people have to start changing their ways. We have to start holding these, even these nonprofits accountable. Mm-hmm. And when I do the quotations for nonprofit, I'm not just speaking about the finances involved with nonprofits, but it's also how they their their names and saying any specific names but they sound like they are really helping the people and for the people and it's really become not that way there's always one or two tiles in the mosaic that they can point to to say oh look we are doing it but when you step back and see this ugly ugly mosaic that is going on there's only a few tiles and the big picture is getting lost unfortunately Mm -hmm. Uh, That being said, it's imperative that I really want to start with this uh, amazing congressional testimony that truly speaks what is going on in arbitration right now. And this is from an honest, brilliant lawyer named Cliff Pulaski, president of the National Employment Lawyers Association, on a hearing of the Subcommittee on Commercial and Administrative Law on the Committee of the Judiciary, House of Representatives, 111th Congress. And this is back in 2009. Hmm. Things are so much worse right now, you can't imagine. And I'm not gonna get into all the details, uh, Mary Ann was kind enough to mention that we might be having a another podcast. Oh, yes. Leave some of the details yeah. out right now. But things are much worse now than they ever were. And there are specific reasons as why. But he, here's his quote. And this is the God's honest truth that the establishment will not let you hear about. And I quote, it's entitled Impact on the Courts. This is about arbitration. Quote, Arbitration is more than unfair. It's a scandal occurring in broad daylight and the corrupting influence of for-profit justice is impacting the courts as well. I know this because my case is the poster child case of pure corruption and arbitration. Mm -hmm. And the resulting uh, corruption and arbitration creates massive corruption in our courts because the courts want to curry favor with arbitration because the number one retirement plan of judges is to become an arbitrator. So it's a massive conflict of interest across the board. Mm -hmm. And I quote again, 
Arbitration is more than unfair. It's a scandal occurring in broad daylight, and the corrupting influence of for-profit justice is impacting the courts as well. There have been instances of bidding wars for certain sitting judges between various arbitration providers at the same time those judges are ruling on arbitration issues and declaring that public policy favors arbitration. Civilizations are evaluated by the quality of their civil, civil justice systems. We are still lecturing today other countries about the rule of law, while in contemporary America, American workers and consumers are being sent to secret tribunals with no right to appeal. He's referring to arbitration. It is extraordinary that we sit here debating the right of terrorists to access federal courts when the victims of sexual harassment and whistleblowers are denied that same opportunity and are told that they must not only go to secret tribunals, arbitration, mm -hmm. with no right to appeal, but they must pay for the privilege. The notion that arbitration and our public constitutional court systems are equivalent is the modern day version of separate but equal. It would be malpractice, I repeat, it would be malpractice for any practicing attorney to equate the two systems and not understand the difference. In every single material defining respect, they are the exact opposites. Public versus private, free versus pay, full discovery versus no discovery or limited discovery, a judge who is required to follow the law versus not follow the law, the right to appeal versus not appeal, and he didn't mention the right to a jury, the most significant of all. And judges who's, and here's the key, this is truly the key right here. And judges whose economic future is, when he says judges, that's arbitrators, and a judge whose economic future is dependent on satisfying the repeat user. Arbitration is a dispute resolution system. It is not a justice system, and it cannot be confused as a justice system. That is the truth about arbitration, and that is only the tip of the iceberg. Since I said, since I started with that, I'm going to finish with this the same the same uh, uh, wow. testimony. Yeah. One more paragraph, if I may. Go right ahead. Thank you. Arbitrate, uh, and I'm going to repeat that first sentence. Arbitration is more than unfair. It's a scandal occurring in broad daylight uh, in the bidding wars. Then it goes on. There are numerous reports of sitting judges hiring consultants to help make themselves attractive to arbitration providers so that they too can enjoy the lucrative multiple six-figure salaries being earned in private judging. Six figures now, it's even more. Mm -hmm. Judges are being told to keep a synopsis of their decisions and how to obtain a, the approval of the large uh, arbitration firms, which they need to curry favor in order to obtain their business when they leave the bench. We're just talking, our judiciary has become an, a complete corruption. Mm -hmm. This is a fact across the board. And I think, Marianne, you also know a wonderful uh, investigative journalist named Susan Bassey, Definitely. who is in North, Northern California, who is doing a yeoman's job, fantastic mm -hmm. 
Cup in Northern California, mostly targeting or just talking about mostly uh, family and probate courts, which is a wonderful work that she is doing, exposing this massive corruption. But it's truly, honestly, not just about family law and probate court. This is across the board in courts in America today. Absolute corruption. Do not take my word for it. This is a fact. This is the truth of what is going on. And the reason, one of the main reasons this is happening, and, and just to also, this is uh, just also to talk about this corruption a little further in our courts. Here is a, a fantastic article uh, from oh, the Center yeah. for Judicial Excellence. California State Auditor's Report Exposes Crisis at Commission on Judicial Performance. <laughs> yeah, Right. And you can Google that. I recommend mm -hmm. everybody Google that. This is not just some uh, organization talking about this issue. This is actually a report which I happen to have right here. It's a report from the California State Auditor. This is not a report from some private organization, which I don't mean to demean because they're fantastic, but this um, is a the government office, the government office talking about this crisis. Nobody's doing anything about this, people. This no. has, something has to be done. We need to expose this and stop the insanity here. It has gotten completely out of hand. Um, one of the reasons it has gotten out of hand, as I was mentioning briefly with Marianne a moment ago, and I'm going to give a little, you know, big picture political context, and I don't mean Democrat, Republican political context. I mean contexts such as the big lies that America have been told. One of those big lies, and anybody who has any interest in telling me I'm wrong, or please let me know, please share it with me, write to me at arbitrationisfraud at gmail.com uh, and, and let me know. But a couple of the things, aspects is Citizens United, the, the, the things that we're never going to hear about from the Democrats, Republicans, or the media will never talk about Citizens United because they are the beneficiaries. And one of the it, what it does, Citizens United is one of, if not the worst, uh, Supreme Court cases ever in the United States. It has allowed unlimited money into our politics, unlimited money. And what that does is we are absolutely no longer by the people for the people. We are now 100% by the money, for the money, by the special interests, for the special interests. And one of the one of the other big lies that is told in America is that America is a capitalist country. Well, where does it say that? I would love someone to please share with me, some of you, anybody, please share with me where it says America is supposed to be a capitalist country. Because I will tell you right now, and I'm going to show you right now where it says we are not. If we are anything, we are supposed to be a socialist country. And I know that's a bad word because of the old days, but it's really not a bad word if it's done in the right, honest ways. The problem is the capitalists are corrupt. The old socialists were corrupt. We need to go into get some honest, real people and get this money out of the way. 
And let, let me explain to you the proof of how we are never been intended to be a capitalist country. It's the big lie that you're being fed. We have been intended to be a socialist country, not socialist in a corrupt way, socialist in a good way that provides housing for our people, that provides health care for our people. If the, if the purpose of our government is not to help the people, what is it for? That is the purpose of it. And I'm going to tell you exactly where it says we are socialists. It is in the Constitution of the United States of America, ladies and gentlemen. Hmm. This is reality of which I'm telling you. It is not just in the Constitution in the abstract. Hmm. It's actually in the most significant place of the constitution there could be. And that is the preamble of the constitution, which actually tells us specifically what the constitution is for. And I'm going to read it right now. Here's the preamble of the constitution. Right we the here. people of the United States, right? Yep. We the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, and promote the general welfare. Last I checked, welfare is a socialist concept. So please, somebody, tell me where this big lie that America is supposed to be capitalist ever comes from. Please, if anybody can share that with me, that would be wonderful. Um, now, I guess I should potentially, now that I've talked, well, I would like to do, you know, maybe I could possibly pull this video up. Okay. One of the things I'm going to talk about uh, regarding this Citizens United and how this pure corruption of money. One of the things that the politicians will never explain to you, and we, what, right now we're having massive gun control issues in America, massive gun control issues. And these gun control issues, whenever you hear anybody talk about it, it's just like, well, what can we do about it? There's nothing we can do about it. How do we do anything about it? They never will talk about the real reason why we have these issues. They'll never, ever talk about it. But I have a video clip of exactly why it, the truth. And it's all about the special interests and the money and Citizens United. Mm. And if I could do a quick try to get yeah, this uh, do. video on here, you're actually going to hear Governor Gavin Newsom slip and speak one of the, the things that everybody's not supposed to talk about. And he's actually going to tell you why gun control, not just gun control, but every single uh, issue in America. This is not just about gun control. And I'm gonna see if we can get lucky and I can pull this up here. And here it is, it's a little not so good volume, but give it a try. shooter in Tennessee all connected this broader contagion. They don't care about our kids because if they did, they barely get our money support. They would have background checks. It requires some common damn sense. They don't. So you know what? Those kids that were there in the Capitol, God bless every single one of them. So what do you think the hold is that the NRA or the gun lobby has? Oh, they're wholly owned subsidiaries. Money? money? Yeah. Money, power, threats, threats, the threat of money being used. It's not just always what you see. It's the things that are behind the scenes. Boom. Were you able to see that? Yeah, were I was able to see it, hear it. You were able to see it? Good. Sorry, I'm not have all those uh, down. But he just let it slip out. She goes, why is it that the NRA has the hold? And he said, the money? She goes, yes. 
That's exactly what it is, people. Any issues in America, healthcare, homeless, all of these things, the job of a politician now is one thing and one thing only, to get reelected. It is not about helping anybody. The way they get reelected is by by kowtowing to their donors. And that is what's going on. And we need to hold these people accountable. There is zero accountability. And our judges and judiciary has less accountability than our politicians. Mm. Our judiciary is more corrupt than our politicians. I can give you a list of corrupt uh, judges that blow your mind. And I'm going to actually tell you right now a story, a quick, quick vignette about a profound corruption in particularly in arbitration. And what happened in my case, it was Judge uh, Michael Linfield and the opposition filed a demur. I'm not going to get in the details. It should have been a motion to compel arbitration, but they can get away with murder because the judges are all about arbitration because that's where they're going to be. And the judge sustained the demur. And I said, your honor, please recuse yourself. There is no basis for this determination for this ruling. I'm please recuse yourself. This is totally inappropriate. And what happened in this case is this is mind blowing. You couldn't even script this stuff if you tried. So the issue in a nutshell is the Rosenthal case. And the Rosenthal case in a nutshell says that it is for the courts, not the arbitrator, to determine the issue of fraudulent inducement among other issues. Mm -hmm. and, and Judge Michael Linfield sustained their demur without leave to amend, saying the opposite, saying that no, it's for the arbitrator to decide that issue. Now, that doesn't really sound like much on the surface, other than it's incorrect and it's erroneous law. But let me explain how profoundly corrupt this truly is. Mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. Judge Linfield... Uh, uh, what if I told you that Judge Linfield was a professor of law and in one of his classes, he talked about and used the Rosenthal case as the crux of the of his uh, of his law school class and discussed these specific issues. That would be probably a little bit jaw dropping because he knew these issues. But I'm going to go one step further. Judge Linfield was the lead counsel in the Rosenthal case. This is a landmark California Supreme Court case of, of Rosenthal, uh, the Rosenthal versus uh, Great Western Savings, I believe the specifics are. And he was the lead counsel. So get a load of this. Judge, Ro Judge Linfield actually was reversed on the biggest case he ever had as a lawyer prior to becoming a judge. So there's two options available now. A, his mental capacity is so diminished that he should be removed from the bench because he can't remember the biggest case that he's ever been on and that I briefed it right in front of him. Or two, the reality, pure, unabashed corruption. That is what is going on. He was reversed on his own case on his Rosenthal case that he was the lead counsel in. This is not a unique scenario. This is what goes on and on and on. It just happens to be this mind blowing. Imagine a judge being reversed on the biggest case he ever had as a lawyer in the California Supreme Court case. This is the kind of insanity we're talking about right now, people. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of insanity. Um, 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm going to take a quick breath here well, and do a you know, Well, let me ask you this. Is this kind of running side by side with case fix case fixing? Does this? Well, this is what it is. I mean, this is that is case okay. fixing. That's what he did. He threw this case for arbitration. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what's going on. All of these judges are, in fact, well, not all, every one of them, but the majority, the number one retirement plan, as I indicated for judges, is to become a, an arbitrator. So here, speaking of that, here, I not very recently had a, filed a uh, petition for review in the California Supreme Court because of some arbitration, this arbitration fraud. Mm -hmm. this, this is another mind-blowing scenario. I, it was denied. And this is when Judge Tawny Contel Sequoia was the chief justice of the California Supreme Court. I just received not too long ago, maybe a month or so ago, an, a letter, an email with here, like, like a NASCAR, uh, like NASCAR, ADR mm -hmm. services, Judge Cattell, Judge Sequoia, right there. She is now, is it any surprise that my case was uh, was denied review? She is now, and not only that, but her, but here is her uh, manager, her case manager is, uh, I don't know if you can see that, oh, is, is Joanna Barron. Now, I don't know who this is. I should okay. know, but Lucy Barron is, is also a defendant in my case. And I'll bet you dollars to donuts that she is related to Lucy Barron as well. This is just outrageous. She's now got ADR across her like a NASCAR sponsor. And you 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 curious to know why that my case was denied against uh, for arbitration fraud in the California Supreme Court? Whether it is or is not, there's certainly a massive appearance of impropriety. And this is what's going on across the board. Mm -hmm. I'm also pleased to say that there are numerous celebrities involved that are very uh, not happy with arbitration. Here's Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson's royal uh, lawyer says, I can't read it from there. Is Disney, to read Disney. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson's lawyer says Disney is trying to hide its misconduct by seeking arbitration. Right. This is just what's going on across the board now, people. This is what's happening. Arbitration is a fraud. Mm -hmm. In my particular case, and I'm, I know I'm jumping around a little, but I am going to throw this in there. In my particular case, we got a letter from ADR services to the parties. And in the letter, it said, we have no authority to determine the issue, uh, to determine who sits as uh, arbitrator in this matter. You must go to court to make a determination. And then a few days later, the arbitrator, the corrupt arbitrator, Michael Marcus, he decided, I don't care what the law is. I don't care what ADR services that I'm working with says. I'm saying I am going to sit on this case at $650 an hour. He's not going to stop it no matter what. Then we, we said, no, you can't do this. And this is also a consumer matter. Mm -hmm. In the consumer matter, uh, it, it uh, in the and it's a consumer matter. ADR Services then wrote another letter saying we have no authority to determine whether this is a consumer matter or not. You must go to court for a determination on this issue. Once again, the corrupt arbitrator Michael Marcus 
He doesn't care what the law is. He doesn't care what the ADR services says. He says it's not a consumer case. And he moves forward at $650 an hour. It's just mind-blowing the corruption that is going on in, uh, in arbitration and the resulting corruption in our courts as well. It, it's just gotten completely out of hand. Well, um, yeah, everyone's just looking for, you know, where's the oversight? Where's the accountability? There is none. There is no. there's less accountability in our judiciary and and in our arbitration. The problem with arbitration is this. Get a, imagine this for one moment. Arbitration is private, for-profit conflict resolution disguised as justice, and here's the kicker, with immunity. So they do, it doesn't matter what they do. There's nothing that's going to happen to them. Nothing whatsoever. The current landmark appeal that I have pending, uh, milder versus ADR services, uh, as well as their owner, Lucy Barron, as well as their corrupt arbitrator, Michael Marcus, the issue is, in a nutshell is this. I filed suit against them for fraud, breach of fiduciary, etc. And of course, they filed a demur. A demur is just a motion to dismiss the case. Mm -hmm. And they dismissed the, They wanted to dismiss the case based on the Morgan Phillips versus Jams case, which in a nutshell says that uh, the only way you can pierce immunity is if there is a breach of contract because the arbitrator refused to make a ruling on the matter. My case that is currently uh, sitting uh, in the Second District Court of Appeal, this landmark appeal, milder versus ADR services, is even more significant because of this. Not only do we have breaches of contract, but moreover, we have numerous violations of consumers' unwaivable statutory rights for the public benefit. Mm -hmm. Now, what that basically says is, and that 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 issue, that public right that I'm referring to, very few lawyers know about this. Anybody right now, go ask a lawyer, because I bet most every lawyer you know has one of these illegal clauses in their retainer agreements. And every corporation, most every corporation currently today has these illegal uh, agreements in their contracts. And what it is, is the California Arbitration Act, CCP 1284.3a, get a load of this, prohibits arbitration and prohibits fees when there is, which most every contract has, and they're illegal, when the lawyer or corporation or anybody has a arbitration clause and a prevailing party fee clause in their agreement, which most have, and it is an illegal agreement. It's an illegal clause to manipulate the consumers and manipulate the employees because arbitration was never intended to be used with employees and mm -hmm. consumers. It was only intended to be for businesses to fight each other with a so-called expert uh, in that particular field as the arbitrator. But now it has gotten completely, completely out of control and corrupt beyond any imagination. And I have some great videos maybe on the next, uh, in our next uh, opportunity i will be able to show those more clearly and a little bit with more volume i but think that would be great 
yeah, there's some great videos uh, of, of, again, not me talking, because who's going to listen to what I have to say? I hope you do, because what I'm saying is the truth. Oh, yeah. Truly the truth. Mm -hmm. And anybody questions it, please feel free to email or what have you, because this is the truth that we are now living. What happens is arbitration has now stolen outright our right to a jury. The jury is the cornerstone of democracy. We are now living in a third world country. That is what is going on. They know the only thing that any corporations are concerned about is facing a jury. Mm-hmm. Now they face an arbitrator who is their golf buddy. Oh, or yeah. Who, who is dependent on these corporations for their livelihood. They are player bias. That's what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. It's not about whether it's less money or more money, although that's a total fraud in and of itself, Mm because arbitration is significantly more expensive at $600 an hour versus $0 an hour. But the real issue of the corruption is the repeat player bias. The corporation is in front of these arbitrators. They're good buddies who they provide their livelihoods day in, day out, week in, week out. And the consumer or the employee is Mm -hmm. never going to see him that, but that one time. This is maximum. America has completely turned into a third world country. Even just simple things like when you're on the phone talking to corporate America and you're on hold for an hour and a half, Uh this is all because of arbitration. They know they don't have to provide customer service anymore. They do whatever they want because they're never going to face a jury. So they do whatever they want. This is now America has in fact turned into a third world country judiciary has more corrupt than our politicians, but the media is never going to talk about it. I've sent letters, even the, the, the Tom Girardi, as I jump around here, uh, we all, many of us have heard of this uh, despicable corruption of Tom Girardi. It was all about arbitration. It all started in arbitration. That's how they get away with everything. Arbitration is fraud, people. You've got to wake up and smell the coffee. It is fraud and somebody's got to do something about it. Currently, there is a there is a law uh, in uh, the Cal in the United States Congress called the FAIR Act. That is the the uh, the nonprofit social justice that I'm starting up. Equal Protection Now is uh, mission is to get the FAIR Act enacted. The problem is, as I talked about these nonprofits earlier, the nonprofits used to talk about it. No more. Now what they do is they, because they're so close to the politicians, even the nonprofits that are pretending to care about people, they're way too close to their big donors. They're way too close to the politicians. So now they no longer, for the most part, talk about the FAIR Act at all. Now they're just slicing and dicing it. So now they've gotten recently uh, an elimination of arbitration and sexual harassment. Now, I'm not saying that's not a great thing. It is a great thing. And now they're trying to do it for discrimination. And these are wonderful. It's fantastic they did it. But the reality is it's a small sliver of the percentage of people in America. Let's get the whole FAIR Act passed for the American people. But if you're not a special interest, you're getting nothing in America. 
The politicians won't talk to you. You're going to get nothing. And that's the sad reality of America today. And we've got to change it, people. It's got to change because it's really going to impact every one of you. And the reason being is because you have many, many, many arbitration clauses that you don't even realize. Every contract you have, your transportation, your health care, your housing, your phones and your television, everything, your health care, everything you have is you don't no longer have a right to a jury in America. That's the way it is. Even criminal criminal justice system, the, the criminal justice lawyers that represent you uh, have these uh, uh, arbitration clauses, which uh, which innocent people are going to jail because of people are dying because of arbitration in old folks home. What arbitration does is it lowers the standard of care in America to a third world status. It is lower the, this is, I have numerous articles and letters from conservative groups that eloquently put this much better than I do. But this is the truth about how outrageous mm-hmm. uh, American corruption has gotten in, in our judiciary. There is zero accountability and it has gone completely rogue. Well, that's why, you know, I'm so glad I met you because before, well, before I met you, I would say to people, I, I think America's turning into a third world nation. It has, in fact, turned into it. And we're just the frogs and proverbial frog in boiling water now. And it's boiling all around us. And we don't realize why. In that video I showed you with Gavin Newsom, it really does finally, it seeps out. I have a few other great videos like that. But you'll never hear a politician talk like that. He said straight out, the reason for gun control, but it's the reason for all issues in America, Mm -hmm. is money. He said it straight out. But you're never going to hear it. When you hear about gun control issues, it's all this mystery. And what are we going to do? We're going to try to eliminate the magazines for the guns. And we're going to try to do these little minor little changes. They're never going to talk about the issue, people. The issue is money. Citizens United. And their number one tool to accomplish it is arbitration. It is it is gone completely third world. America has become a third world nation, folks. And it's really time that we force our politicians to address this issue and get the FAIR Act enacted. That's what needs to be done. I'm I'm hoping very much in the very near future to be getting a blockbuster documentary on this, as well as my case. Hopefully we're going to get some of these uh, Scarlett Johansson and some of these big time uh, politicians. And one other thing I do need to show you, I hope I have it right here, here it is, is is some of you who watch NFL football, possibly, Mm -hmm. a great guy who's now actually, he was the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. He's now on the Pittsburgh, uh, excuse me, the, uh, uh, come on, Andrew, (laughs) the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. And he is now the number one uh, desired head coach for, for for the upcoming year. And he just filed an ironclad bombshell lawsuit against the NFL. Ironclad mm-hmm. bombshell lawsuit. He, it's a winner. This is a discrimination suit. And it is real. It is true. And it is unbelievable. And here is his quote. And this is the truth, once again, that the establishment is not going to let you hear about. The quote in his press conference after his uh, filing his lawsuit is this. 
Arbitration really is the crux of why all forms of discrimination are so prevalent in this country. Systemic racism and discrimination. And I'm going to give you one more quote here. It's also uh, with the LGBT community as well. Here's a, a, a quote from a great journal saying the forced arbitration and justice repeal act must also be passed to ensure those LGBTQ rights do not become fundamentally meaningless during the age of mandatory arbitration. And the, the title of the article is The Man Behind the Curtain, How Mandatory Arbitration Impedes the Advancement of LGBTQ Rights. And it just, uh, it goes on and on, and this uh, needs to be stopped and exposed. And, um, and yeah, I'll leave some of the rest stuff for, for our next time through. Well, definitely. But, def like, if anyone has any questions, how can they reach you? Uh, we uh, we need the fair act at gmail.com or uh, arbitration is fraud at gmail.com. And also on Twitter, we have uh, arbitration is fraud on uh, on uh, Twitter. And there's also a great site that I'll throw out uh, uh, the truth about lawyers and judges on Twitter as well. And uh, these are this is truly one of the most significant issues in America right now that affects every single issue. There's no issue that is not affected by arbitration, health care, criminal justice reform, mm -hmm. uh, housing. Every single person is affected by arbitration. And you're not going to hear about it by the media because the corporate America loves arbitration. I'm going to tell you one quick vignette as I conclude, but one one that I appreciate. Uh, I I believe that my uh, I've also uncovered some amazing video of of this uh, incredible fraud, and so I was on the SAG after picket lines exposing how arbitration is ruining, you know, is total fraud against the SAG after people, and so I got a call. This is just very recently. I got a call from the uh, general counsel at SAG-AFTRA and asking me what, what it's all about. And I wrote him a letter saying that the issue, if you want to, this is during the strike. I said, if you want to stop the strike, this is the, the ingredients. This is how it's done. The, the, the studios will never, ever, ever want to talk about the goose that lays the golden egg for them, which is arbitration. And I went through and I discussed the issues. And one week later, the strike was over. I'm just saying, I'm not saying it was because of it or not, but I'm just saying arbitration is the goose that lays the golden mm -hmm. egg for, for the corporations in America, including the studios, and it needs to be exposed and eliminated. We need to get the, the FAIR Act enacted in Washington, D.C., and we need to force our politicians and our media and our nonprofits to get something done about this. And they're great people, these nonprofit people and all of them. They're great people. The system is broken. They mm -hmm. need to have courage. America's not real big on courage these days. No. We need to see some courage in these, quote unquote, leaders of these groups, mm -hmm. whether they're politicians, Democrat, Republican, media, nonprofit. It's time to to call this out and get the FAIR Act enacted once and for all. No excuses, people. Stop the excuses. Get some courage and get it done. Definitely. 
Well, hey, I'm going to have you back on, but don't jump off, okay? Okay. Slam the Gallows, a podcast, help the public understand what really goes on in these family courtrooms. I'm your host, Marianne Petrie, author of Dismantling Family Court Corruption, Why Taking the Kids Was Not Enough, and Cry Out for Justice, Poems of Truth, and Raised by These Wolves, How Family and Federal Courts Are Failing Our Children. You can find me on Spotify, YouTube, Apple, iTunes, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, and... Um, if you want, you can buy me a coffee to keep the podcast going. And I totally thank you, Andrew Milder. This was just informative. Thank you. Thank you so very much. I appreciate it.